What made you go to a dispensary in Aspen when they're on every corner in Los Angeles? Well, because I was like, well, I'm in Aspen. I heard this is where they got the good stuff. Might as well. It was a real bougie store, too. I mean, it was bougie. And I was like, oh, okay, let me try it, you know? Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 Now you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. I'm Nikki Levy. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. How are you guys doing today? It's a little bit nipply here in Los Angeles. I'm cutting a little bit of glass, but we have a hot, hot episode. I'm just so excited. We have the wonderful Kaylin Allen. Do you guys know Kaylin? Kaylin started as this like super amazing YouTuber doing these really like funny reaction videos. And Ellen DeGeneres literally plucked him out of obscurity while he was in college and hired him onto her show. He's a digital creator. He's an actor. He's a singer. He's a musician. He is fabulous and kind as hell. And he is telling two stories today. One has to do with cheating in high school. So sit back for that. And the other is weed. He's joined by his bestie, Tori Weaver. But just for the sake of this story, we're going to call her Tori Weaver. All right. Smoke him if you got him. Enjoy this chilly day. Maybe it's hot where you are. I don't know. Maybe you're just bringing the flames. I love you. I'm so excited for Kaylin and for you to hear this episode. Here is me and Kaylin right after this. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, my friend. How you feeling? I'm good today. I'm a little drowsy. I'm a little tired, but I, I've taken me a nap before this, so I'm good now. Wait a second. You took a nap before 11 a.m.? Yeah, I get up every day at six. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I get up every day at six and I go to bed by 1030. But last night was a little longer night. So uh, I I got up and then I took a nap. I went to Target, took a nap. Kaylin, can I be honest? Yeah. I woke up like 17 minutes ago because I couldn't fall asleep till two in the morning. Oh, wow. No, I went up that late. So... I have been wanting to have you as a guest on Don't Tell My Mother since before we started this podcast. Oh, really? You inspire this shit out of me. And I just want to set set this up for 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 people. Because okay. at like 20 or 21 years old, you were mm-hmm. still a student at Temple University. By the way, rep mm-hmm. the shirt. I love a shirt. You were called you know. <laughs> to be on the Ellen show because she liked your food reaction videos. Correct. And literally... On the air, you you showed up and on the air, she offered you a job, like on live television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was only, what, three or four years ago? Yeah, that was, uh, well, that aired in January of 2018. What has the last three or four years of living this cr- really crazy, n- pretty new L.A. life 
been like? Let's just start with a really, let's just start there. I would say it's been a whirlwind. You know, I think I am pretty amazed at how much I've been able to do in my career in such a short amount of time, you know. But I I think I'm also very proud of myself. It's like I took that opportunity and said, I need to create something that will be able to withstand time, you know, that will be able to stabilize myself in Hollywood. And I did it. Do you know how impressive that is? People tell me all the time. But but do you get it? Yeah, people say it all the time to me. They're like, do you understand that you've done things that people wait years to do? Specifically, like, guest host Ellen. Like, who else can say that they've guest hosted the Ellen DeGeneres show? Like, that's something that I know... I Only a handful of people have will be able to say that they've done that. And honestly, guest hosting the show was probably the first time in my life that I've done anything where I was not doubtful of my ability. Like, I knew that I could do it. And the moment, even being in the moment, it felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Like, it felt right. And all of this started because you recorded yourself doing funny reactions to cooking videos on YouTube, right? Where you were in college. I think you were like literally in your dorm room, weren't you? I genuinely was laying in bed, yeah, just like you see it, going through Facebook, came across this sponsored ad for Cornbread, and something in my spirit came over me and said, you should record yourself reacting to this. So I just said, okay, to myself, put up my camera pressure cord, and I published it that night, and I woke up the next morning and couldn't operate any of my social media. It was all crashing because it had gone viral. From that moment on, I said, well, I guess this is a thing, and I should do some more. And then all those then went viral as well, and that's how it happened. There was no meaning of wanting to be a YouTuber. There was no way of trying to be famous. I was just doing it for fun. It all happened by accident. But, but, sort of yes and sort of no, right? Like something Mm -hmm. said, something in you said to you or something outside of you said to you, do this. Was that that the feeling? Was it like, all right, I guess, sure, okay. Yes, Yes. because it was very random. It was a very random thought that I've never had ever before. Are you religious, Kaylin? I am. I am more so spiritual, like you said, yeah. but yeah. What were you raised? No, I, I, I was raised in Kansas City, so I, I was raised in the Baptist church. Ah, do you still go to church now? Not here in LA. When I go home, Caitlin, what were you like at twelve? Be real. I, I, I want to really know. I really, I almost want to see a picture. You have to send me a picture. At twelve, please send me at a picture. 12, yeah, I will. 13, I need to find well, one. Please do. Yes, I was just like this. I was very much. An independent person, very confident, knew what I wanted, knew who I was, was not able to be straight any other type of way. But I imagine being a gay kid in Kansas, it, mm-hmm. I mean, and growing up Baptist, mm-hmm. it couldn't be all like strawberry smoothies and, you know, uh, rainbow butterflies, could it? You know, okay, so it's funny that you asked me this because I talk about this a lot with my friends. Yeah. For some reason, people often treated me as if I was the exception. Almost uh-huh. like I was palatable enough yep. that they didn't care about it, you know? And I don't even think I realized any nuances of homophobia until I had left. Is that true? And now going back, it's like, yes, now when I go back, I realize how I assimilate myself to the culture, specifically like how I dress, you know, and stuff like that. But it's also, it's like how I dress in LA is so different because of the the resources and the accessibility that I have. You know, Kansas City, we don't have a Zara. 
Like we don't oh, have these places. I miss right. Zara. We don't have these places where I can dress more feminine. Were you out when you were a teenager? Yes. So I didn't necessarily come out until I was like my freshman year of college. Okay. Uh, not, not freshman year of college, freshman year of high school. And I came out to like my friends in high school. I didn't really come out to family until I was working at Ellen. Interesting. But they had to know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody knew. They just saw it as Kaylin is Kaylin. You know, which is weird. And I think that's why I do so much fighting for visibility and representation now is because I never thought that it was fair that I was treated like I was the exception. I always didn't like that, that I would watch people treat other people differently, but would treat me a certain way. And I didn't think that was fair. Now, of course, every now and then there was some type of like homophobia or some type of, you know, acting or or tantic that somebody would try to do or try to, you know, come against me. But I also think I was very confrontational. You were. Growing up, I was very confrontational. I still am. I love a confrontation. If somebody, I always, do not come for me if I did not send for you. Because if you do, I will call you out on it. I will confront you. And I don't care if you feel embarrassed because if you feel strong enough to say it or to do it, then you are strong enough for me to address you about it. You got to listen. You got to let people know. Don't let people come at you sideways. Mm-mm. Caitlin, is this what your mother's like? Yes. Uh-huh. What does she do? I know I know she's she's home, right? She's home in Kansas? Yeah, she's home. But my mother used to be a, uh, she used to be an HR manager. Oh, those mm-hmm. bitches are tricky. Oh, they are the trickiest. Yeah, she used to be an HR manager. But my mother, me and my mother had the same attitude. Which is? We have different personalities. I'm a lot more outgoing and loud. She's very quiet and reserved. But our attitudes, listen, my mother can read you, okay? And she can get you in the jugular. Because there have been times I've been like, you cannot say that. That is mean, you know? Like, no, you you don't mess with her either. Was she tough with you? Yes, um, I would say, yeah, yeah, she was pretty strict when it came to me. But I think also for me, it was just like, I just saw that as so normal because I'm an only child. So to me, it felt more like structure, you know? Ah. It didn't necessarily feel like I was being um, apprehended. But I think also, I think the one thing about my mother was that I always aimed to please, you know? So I never messed up. I didn't like getting in trouble. Because I always had to be perfect all the time. And I always tried to be the best version of myself all the time. And that's actually hurt me now in today's day and age. Because I get very scared of not being perfect. I do not like to be told that I'm doing something wrong. So I always try to imagine what the person wants from the beginning Mm. so that I don't have to be, you know, told anything different. What did your mother teach you? I mean, the show is all about moms, right? And I and your mom has been on Ellen. I remember mm-hmm. that time she yes. appeared on Ellen. And now she's she's I know you're public about this. So she's going mm-hmm. through cancer treatments. Correct. Yeah. People ask me this all the time. They're always like, well, did you have a mentor or anything like that? I feel like I created a lot of who I am from the lack thereof. Well, if that makes sense. It makes sense. But I, I also feel like you lived with a mentor. Yes. I was very much like, my mother is all I need. Was it just just the two of you guys? It was me, my mother, then my grandmother also lived with us. Oh. Yeah. Do you gravitate towards strong women? Is that? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Are you more comfortable with women than with men? Absolutely. Ah! Kaylin, me too! Absolutely. 
10 out of 10, I would prefer to work with a woman. So it's funny is that my mother, I think because not for a a purpose of trying to change me, Mm -hmm. I think for she was nervous about me like fitting in, you know, of course, because of how more feminine I was compared to the other men that my mother would put me in like different things for like sports summer camp stuff, you know, like football camp and stuff. Or like when we would go shopping, <laughs> she would try and like dress me like the what the boys were wearing yes. and stuff like that. And the crazy thing is that I always rejected it. Like I would always be like, no, I do not want to look like them. I do not want to be like everybody else. This is what I want to wear and stuff like that. I was always like that. So I think of stuff like that is definitely, especially with growing up in Kansas City, there were always moments that, you know, she or somebody else may try and like, make me do things or wear things that helped me to fit in more or something like that. But I just always rejected it. I always said, no, thank you. I cannot believe your ass was in football camp. It's crazy. What? I made a tweet about it the what? other day because there was it. like this. There was this video of Nene Leakes uh, trending <laughs> her. with her running, I and I was, I was like my gay ass running in, in football <laughs> camp because my mama made me go I'm running away. <laughs> okay, like a mess. Yeah, Kaylin. no, sports was not for me. Kaylin, you know what? As a lesbian, it was supposed to be for me, but it wasn't for me either. <laughs> Look, exactly. Well, you are telling a story today. I think it's about a time that you were in high school. Yes. Okay. Yes. Kaylin, tell me, tell me everything. This is a story about how I rigged an election. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so what's funny is, you know, <laughs> I told you that I was in a lot of leadership responsibilities. Yes, like, right? I, I, I'm not surprised. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a Capricorn, so I like to be in control. <laughs> and when I was in high school, it was my senior year, mm-hmm. and I was on a thing called Senior Board. And okay. Senior Board was in charge of planning grad night, which grad night happened after graduation. It was like a lock-in for the seniors. And, like, you all hung out as friends after graduation and for one last time, mm-hmm. right? So there was another girl <laughs> in uh, Senior Board, and so it was half students, half parents. We worked together. And I wasn't too fond of this other girl and her mama. And we kind of butt heads a lot. She was very, um, we were very similar. We were very similar. As in like, she wanted it her way and I wanted it my way. You know, we were very, two very strong-minded people. I think I was probably a little bit more honest and upfront about it. I think she probably played more of the like, you know, I'm a, I'm going to give you like nasty nice. You know what I mean? Uh, so I hate nasty nice. Yeah, it's not cute. Just be an ass. Just be an asshole. Exactly. Just give it to me at the, at the jump. So there we are living our best lives. And we have a we have to decide on what the T-shirt is that we're going to sell uh, for grad night. 
So I was in charge of the T-shirt. So I made my design. And I'm like, okay, great. Here's the T-shirt. And she was like, um, I think that we should probably open it up and let people design the T-shirt. And then we can do a vote on it for the class. And I was just like, okay. So we do these T-shirt designs. Everybody submits their design. And so I said, okay, I will host a uh, ballot in the cafeteria one morning during breakfast. And everybody will need to just turn their in, in their ballots. So we disperse the ballots at breakfast and they all turn them into me. And what I will say is that my shirt won. Kaylin, did your shirt win? Kaylin? It did because I said it did. Kaylin, wait a second. How many, how many shirts were in contention for this prize? For this? Now, Kaylin. I mean, we had a class of about 168 people. <gasps> so... 168 total votes. Uh, and, and granted, it wasn't by a lot that mine won, but it won. Kaylin, wait, wait. that was the shirt we saw. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Back the fuck up. How many shirts could people vote for? Oh, there was about maybe four shirts. Four different shirts. And they let you tally up the votes? Being Yes, they did. Who, what idiot does let you do that? See? See what happens when you do clownery? The clown goes back to bite. <laughs> Kaylin, what did your what did you, what did your shirt look like? So, oh, <laughs> so this is even worse. So, you know, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. So at this time, this is 2014, right? Uh, this is about the same time that Beyonce was on her Mrs. Carter show world tour. So basically what I did was I took Beyonce's tour shirts and just changed them to be my high school. And those were the shirts that I made. And that's why I felt like I should win. Because you basically had Beyonce's designer at your high school. Exactly. Exactly. Because I was like, well, if it's good enough for Beyonce, it's good enough for us. And meanwhile, whose shirt really won, Caitlin? Uh, Probably hers. Probably hers. Probably. If I can remember, mm. but um, I, mine looked better. Your, it, it was just aesthetically, aesthetically. And um, <laughs> did you did you get to uh, really proudly announce that indeed you were the winner? So why did we do this yes. charade to begin with? Uh huh. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Well, the votes are in, and as I expected, my shirt won the the shirt contest. So we will be putting this into production, and we will get these sold next week. Thank you all. Meeting adjourned. Kaylin, did your mother know you cheated? No. Did anybody? Did you ever tell anybody? No. This is the first time I've told you. Kaylin, do you feel bad about it? No. no. <laughs> Are you a cheater? I don't mean I'm in relationships. Actually. I don't mean in relationships. You mean in general? Yeah, in general. Like when you play board games. Are you the cheater? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm very fair when it comes to stuff like that. I think I, I think the reason why I cheated that time is because it was out of spite for her. Oh, of course. You know? Yes. Because I just couldn't stand her. I was like, oh, I cannot stand her. No way I'm letting her have this victory. You know? But I don't cheat on the regular. Can I tell you something? Yes. I've never shared this except with my wife. Ooh. Ooh. But I had, I don't even want to say how I know. I knew someone very well in college and he was pissing me off to no end. No end. And I uh -huh. took his toothbrush and I dipped it in the toilet bowl. Ooh. And that is not me. I'm not someone who would take a tooth. If your toothbrushes are safe Ooh. with me is what I'm trying to say. But, Kaylin, sometimes you're just overcome. Like, you're overtaken 
You know what I'm saying with that moment of yeah, with that anger, that anger, it burns. It's, it's not about the t-shirt. All is you it? can see is red. red. All you can see is red. Red. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, did you were you angry? Like, did you like was that? Were you a kid who had temper tantrums? No, no, and I still don't. I don't get very angry. I actually, I always tell people it's like when you need to be worried is when I get quiet. Oh, interesting. When I don't say anything. When I am very, when I appear very calm and collect, that's when you should be concerned. That's how you know I'm upset. Did you get in trouble as a kid? Barely. Barely. I think it's, okay, so this was also funny, was that because I was my only child, it is not hard for me to entertain myself. So my mother wouldn't ground me. (laughs) Because if she grounded me, I would just find some other way to entertain myself, whether that was just singing in the room or dancing or something like that. So, like, it wasn't effective. You know, like my mother would be like, go to your own. I'd be like, okay. And I'd just go and just find something to do. What was your dance of choice? Anything, Beyonce. So I know your mom can't be here today, but I think you want to bring your bestie, your roommate bestie. Yes, Yes, my bestie for the restie. (laughs) Who's that? Tori Weaver. Let's call you Tori. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Okay, great. Tori, I, I don't know you, but I've seen you on Kaylin's yeah. videos. <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people say that when they first meet me, of like they feel like they know me already. But um, it's so nice meeting you. It's great to meet you. You're filling in for Kaylin's mother today, by the way. So, you know, yeah. I hope you're an HR person who's really, really, <laughs> do, you do not take any shit. That's, what, that's all I'm expecting from you. How yeah. did you, how'd you guys meet? We met in college, actually. I think I was a freshman oh. in college when I met him. Yeah, Kaylin's a year older than me, so I would have been a freshman at the time. And we've been friends ever since. Did you meet and hate each other or immediately like each other? No. I feel like the best friendships. <laughs> we actually immediately liked each other. Like, since then, we have just been together. We've just, like, done mm-hmm. things together, walked to class together eat lunch together like we just always it kind of felt like we always knew each other once we met we just right. kind of never stopped and now we live together she in the other room right i figured you lived together because i saw that you were quarantining together yes yes oh mm-hmm. tori was he a handful yes <laughs> yes but we both are and i think because like we've experienced college together and things like that. Like it wasn't really abnormal for us to be stuck in a house together. It kind of just felt like college. Mm-hmm. We just have to make fun out of no fun. Like you just have to figure it out. So just... it like for the average person, it was probably like, what in the world is going on in this house? Like I had a friend mm-hmm. over and they were like, why do you have Play-Doh? And I was like, cause that's what we decided to do. Like, <laughs> well, what was funny is that Tori had just moved in. Mm-hmm. Tori moved oh. in January and quarantine happened in March. So, like, we had only been together for, like, two months mm-hmm. until we were, like, stuck with each other. And it was a journey. It's this platonic husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. We say it all the time. Like, we do operate like a married couple. So, it was yeah. it was fine. Like, we even had bathroom schedules down. It was, like, it was yeah. everything Are really just flowed. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Like, we never, we really didn't have any issues, which, like you said, is a blessing. I know a lot of people did, but for us, it was kind of like a never-ending episode of Phineas and Ferb. Like, what are we going to do today? (laughs) Yeah. Now, Kalen told me that he was a very good kid and he didn't used to get into trouble. Did you know that? I do know that. I do know that. He is not, 
he's not a like I don't know. I feel like how some students have like their rebel years or like, you know, they want to kind of like go against the grain. And some people it's college, for some people it's high school. Kalen, like, some people it's pure excitement out of like doing what he's supposed to do or like following the rules and like (laughs) doing it the way that it's supposed to be done. (laughs) So even though like you can think like in your brain, if you're looking at him, you wouldn't think that like he's being a rebel. But in his brain, he's like, yeah, well, I guess I can type this even faster. I'll show myself that like, I can type faster than the average person. Like those are the things that like gets him going. So hey, look, you're a nerd, mm-hmm. dude. You're a nerd. Yeah. I am. <laughs> like, I'm very overly like considerate of other people too. Like I like I will hold the door mm-hmm. for people. Like I am very very considerate of people around me. Let me say one thing because I did read or I watched something. Kaylin, I can't even remember now what it was. Didn't you smoke pot for the first time like this year? <laughs> So it Tori was. Tori's, Tori, it's a podcast. Tori's cracking up. Okay, go ahead, please. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't smoke it. I. I. I had an edible. Can you do so me a favor? To, wait, tell, tell me the story. I. I need to hear this because when I saw it, I was like, "Wait yes. a minute, why isn't he telling the pop story?" Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I went to Aspen in Colorado, and uh, we 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 went to a, a dispensary, and so I got these like edible like capsules, and it was like you know, weed or whatever. And I've never done that. Like, as you know, like how, like, I don't drink either. Like, very, like, just only socially do I drink. Uh, but it's, like, very rarely because I don't necessarily love the taste. Like, I have to, like, make the drink myself. And so <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is very risky behavior. I don't know if I can do this. And so I said, well, Tori, when I do it, you're going to have to be around me. And that yeah. was in. Same. Yeah. What happened? It was Why crazy. It, what happened? Oh, God. Just back, so, backtrack that shit. Backtrack yeah, it. so we're going to backtrack. So it was definitely one of those like, okay, we're in a never-ending pandemic type of things, even though it was recently, we're still, you know, in it. So it still feels I woke it. up and was like, I think I'm going to do this today. Like, I think, I think I'm going to do this. And at first, it was fine. At first, when we were just confined, confined to the house, it was fine. He was like recording a song and he was doing like 10 background vocals he was just like these were called genius so So it was supposed to make me really exactly and (gasps) that's what he was doing so like for two hours straight he's like going hard on this song he's recording the layered vocals and just doing all these things so that was fine the minute we said okay we should probably like go get something to eat now is when it went downhill we went to get Kaylin what uh, happened he was oh it, it was so bad he was we went to blaze Mm -hmm. pizza and got a pizza and when i tell you it took me an hour to eat one slice because and then i just kept laughing i couldn't stop laughing all i would and i would just like be sitting around just dozing and just floating in the air and stuff like that it was really really bad Mm -hmm. it was really bad and i could never i couldn't remember what i had just done like if i did something the next five seconds, I would forget it. And then I would just be lost about what just happened or what was going on. It was it was really tricky. What were you doing in Aspen? We were skiing. You were skiing. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> so you're skiing with Tori in Aspen, just the two of you. Well, no, no, no. We didn't even do the castle until I got back to L.A. <laughs> oh, so you went to a dispensary in Aspen. Mm-hmm. But you yes. waited. So that- to, did you ever go to a dispensary before? No. What? That was my first time ever at one. Yeah. And that was some strong shit. <laughs> How did you... What? Okay. What made you go to a dispensary in Aspen when they're on every corner in Los Angeles? 
Well, because I was like, well, I'm in Aspen. I heard this, you know, where they got the good stuff. You know, might as well. It was a real bougie store, too. And even when you walked into the store, he gave Polo Ralph Lauren. I mean, it was bougie. And I was like, oh, okay, let me try it, you know. And baby, never again. I don't even know where they at. I think I gave them away because I was like, I'll never do that again. And what made you, and you literally decided I'm going to take the one, I'm going to buy the one that says Genius? Yeah, well, I bought Genius and Bliss. <laughs> And then when I did it the second time, I tried the bliss and that was terrible. I remember telling Tori, I'd be like, I feel like, cause then I got cotton mouth and I was like, Tori, I'm a die. I'm a choke on my tongue. He did. He I was like, was you need die. to watch me. I need you to watch me. I said, I need you to Google how to get rid of a high. I was like, I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't like this. This is not fun. I haven't touched it since. Mind you, I took the same amount that he did and I felt fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was a functioning adult. <laughs> I was gone with wind. <laughs> Kaylin, did you ever do a drug before this? Nope. Did you smoke weed at least? Smoke it? Nope. Nope. What did your mother teach you about drugs? Don't do them. <laughs> the D.A.R.E. program. Like, I rejected anything that was related to peer pressure. If anybody was doing something, I didn't want it. If somebody was wearing something, I didn't want it. And so I think because other people around me were so into marijuana, I was like, nope, not doing it. Tori, did you keep your weed? I just, so I didn't like get a separate one. I just took the ones that he had. And I was like, I don't feel anything. I was just sitting there like, when is it going to kick in? Like, when am I I going to focus? gave him away. And then, yeah. And then after that, um, we just like gave him to a friend that wanted to try it after watching him. You know, I don't know why anybody. Wanted I think to try we gave it. him the Lindsay. Yeah, after watching. <laughs> him. I think we gave him the Lindsay. Well, you know, Lindsay, forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They disappear. We don't know where they are. <laughs> I've never heard from Lindsay again. <laughs> okay. I, I want to just ask you, you Caitlin, a couple of quick questions. Okay. It's not like a quick game show thing. I'm actually trying this for the first time because usually, obviously, I don't ask quick questions. But I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, if your mom was a famous actress, who would she be? Alfre Woodard. People used to say she looked like her, and I don't believe that. But uh, yeah, Alfre Woodard. Okay, and what about if she was a TV mom? Any TV mom in history? Oh, uh, Claire Huxley. Yes! Okay, I was hoping for that. Yeah. What is the worst piece of advice your mom has given you? Fit in. <laughs> oh! And the best? Um... Uh, be who you are. See, listen, it's it's contradictory. Mothers are so I mean, they are just so confusing. And what what is the best thing your mother cooks? The thing you Ooh. love that you always want her to make when you go home? Oh, see, I do all the cooking. So oh. let me think of what's the best thing that what's of, the thing she that she wants you to make? Oh, either it's a peach cobbler or I'd make a copycat version of Zupa Toscana, which they serve at Olive Garden. Uh, yeah, probably around those lines. And how, Kaylin, are you turning into your mother? <sighs> oh. oh, shit. <laughs> Look at Tori Bates. Uh, Tori I Bates. definitely, I think definitely. Oh, yeah, you go ahead and, and, and answer that one, Tori. <laughs> Tori is cracking up. Tori. Okay. <laughs> they are, they are pretty similar. So it's so funny, but like we don't talk about how similar they are. But, Kaylin, Kaylin can be <laughs> controlling sometimes. That's the biggest one. And sometimes he can be controlling, 
not in like a bad way, just because like he wants to make sure it's right. But his mom is also the same way. And so it makes them butt heads because they both want to be right <laughs> and both want to have control over the situation, not realizing they're yeah. doing the same thing. So I think yeah. that's probably like the biggest thing, aside from like the things that we just naturally adopt from my mom's like cleaning on Sunday and stuff like that. Like he does all those things, but like character traits. Really? They are both controlling controlling, and it could be a little bit judgy. Oh, just a little bit. Do you hear that? We can be harsh. We can be harsh. <laughs> we can definitely be harsh. How do you think you're turning it to her besides the controlling piece? D- definitely, I think towards my outlook towards me. How? I don't know anything about your type. Like, not a thing. I think my mother, like, my mother was married and they got divorced when I was like two. But, like, she never remarried. And we had a conversation about this. And I was just like, so did you just like never remarry because you just didn't see the purpose? And she was like, yeah. She was like, there were certain things that I would need from man. And then it was just like, I got those things, but I never needed a marriage from that. And I think that's the way that I've been looking. It's like, well, if I can have this life that I live and this stability and find peace with that, why would I bring a, a man in here to just complicate things to stress me out? You know, it's like I can just get a man, make sure that he supplies certain needs and just call him a day. Are you dating anybody? No. Are you looking? Me. No. I know, Tori. Tori, I, I have a I have a husband, too. A gay male husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell I tell Tori all the time. When people ask me, uh, like, well, what is your your ideal man look like? I said, Tori in male form. Tori. I know. What an honor. What an honor. <laughs> Kaylin and Tori, I love you guys. Uh, I'm just so happy we got to do this. Thank you. We enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. Thank you for listening, my family. Follow us on Instagram at Don't Tell My Mother and at Nikki Levy. By the way, slide into my DMs. Tell me something that you don't want your mom to know. Tell me something you did recently that you told nobody. I love, 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 love when you confide in me and you tell me your stories. It just, it gives me ideas. It makes me feel like we're part of a community. We're all weird. I don't care how we look on social media. Guys, we are all fucked up and weird. So let's just be weird together. Remember, our moms know how to push our buttons because they're the ones who installed them. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoff. Co-producer, Andrew Congdon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.